Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back, everyone, to another soul-driven astrological forecast. I am pleased to once again welcome to the show Katie Emma, evolutionary astrologist and founder of Temple of Cosmic Astrology, to chat with us about all things astrology for December. Welcome back, Katie. So good to have you. Thank you, Anna. It's always a pleasure to be here and chat astrology with you. I'm excited to dis- uh, to dive into December. It's definitely a more, I feel like a bit of a calmer pace than when I was with you this time last month. So yeah, <laughs> I'm really excited to see, you know, how it marries up with the Akashic records as well. Yeah. Well, one of the things that came through really clearly um, in this month's Akashic reading was kind of this this balancing that we've been doing, I think I've, I've certainly been seeing the pattern of like one really intense month, one more kind of chill month, one more kind of like intense month. Next month is kind of like restorative. You know what I mean? Like trying to help us get back in balance. There's intensity throughout, but like, you know what I mean? There's shifting levels. So yeah, November was, I mean, you know, the theme for uh, November was initiation from the Akashic Records. So <laughs> initiations are not mm, it was easy. Fitting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, um, definitely not. Like, Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, the, we're playing catch ups today. I was just, um, yeah, you know, I think November in particular being a fixed sun sign transit month is that whenever we've had the sun coming through the fixed signs, it's just been slamming us because Saturn's there, Uranus is there. Anyone that has fixed placements, your own planets are getting kind of batted up along that process. So it's been a lot, you know. So I'm actually really welcoming this mutable sun season. It's a bit of a a nice change of pace from where we were in November. Um, And what I've really just kind of been piecing together is – you know, this idea of reflection. And I think that really works nicely with what you said around this um, this balance that's coming in um, because December is sort of naturally a time of reflection being the end of the year coming up to the solstice period. Um, and I think for one of the first times in quite a few years, December is actually offering us that without a lot of challenge in the way once we get past the 7th of December. So I'll go to those transits in a second, but definitely December is like a bit of a a rough start as we enter into it with the full moon that's coming in. But once we get past that, everything just kind of clears and opens up. You know, Jupiter is going to change signs again. Um, We're going to wrap up the month with a Mercury retrograde. So as we know with Mercury retrogrades, right? It's about review, revising, resting, renewal. And I think that that's the perfect way to actually wrap up 
the year that has been 2022, right? Because what a journey it has been, that's for sure. Um, And I'm definitely feeling myself just very grateful for this period of reflection and ease and and balance and restoration that I think is coming in this month. It's going to be quite a lovely change of pace. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the theme for, you know, from the Akashic Records was slow down and simplify. And mm-hmm. I mean, really what they shared through the records, you know, was that getting through this month, the best way to do that was by slowing down, you know, and really simplifying our life and all of that being in preparation for 2023. You know, I think you and I were kind of chatting a little bit beforehand about how December is actually kind of a legit December for one of the first time, maybe a couple of years where we're actually getting that you know, potential respite before chugging our way into 2023, which is going to be a massive, massive year. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I I'd love to, um, well, first of all, I, I feel like when I was looking over the transits for the first week in December, I was just like, okay, lots of breath work. (laughs) Lots of like yeah. walks outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so share with stuff. us <laughs> a lot of deep breaths. Yes. Yeah. Breaths. You know, th- this first week of, of December, it's it's interesting, you know, because before the full moon, um, which is going to be a full mutable moon, it's going to be a full moon in Gemini on the 3rd of December, which is what today's the first. So on Saturday for most parts of the world, Sunday in other places, Neptune is going to be stationing direct. And, you know, whenever we are in the applying energy of that, which is now, you know, as we are getting into the the slowdown or the stationing turnaround time, and this is relevant for any planet that would be retrograde, um, it's often the most chaotic. <laughs> and so I think of Neptune being in Pisces and having this like slowing down to stationing direct few days or about a week that's been coming up to this, it kind of feels a bit like a whirlpool, you know, because Pisces is, of course, like, you know, the the ocean and the depths of the ocean. But right now, you know, with such a big, powerful energy like Neptune stationing, it's kind of creating this whirring energy and it's mutable, right? And mutable isn't always comfortable energy for people because mutability requires flexibility and change. And coming off the back of such an intense Scorpio fixed season, um, you know, a lot of people are, of course, open and ready for this change, but that doesn't mean that the process of it is any easier, right? We still, as human beings, we like to cling to our comforts and things that feel good, or even if things don't feel good, sometimes the unknown is more scary than what's painful. And so I feel like this Neptune stationing direct is just stirring up a lot of this kind of theme. And interestingly, you know, in chatting with my beginner students in astrology class last night, we talked a little bit about this and I brought it up with them because they were all saying to me, we always do like a little check-in at the beginning and everyone's like, I've been having the craziest dreams. I haven't been sleeping. I normally always sleep. Why am I not sleeping? Why am I getting, you know, woken up at 3 a.m. with these almost nightmare type of dreams? And it is just a Neptune signature all over because things are coming up from the depths. And these can be things that, you know, don't really make a lot of sense 
logically because Neptune is not logic. It is the complete opposite of that. It is about, you know, beyond the veils and the astral and more of the the spiritual plane. And so things don't always necessarily make sense in that kind of, you know, humanistic way that we try to kind of compartmentalize everything. And so for those of you listening to this, if you are also just feeling like a bit out of body, a bit exhausted from not sleeping and these nightmares and, you know, just really intense dream space, this is Neptune working. It's, I suppose we could say it's magic on you, but again, in the process, it doesn't feel that way. Um, And with Neptune as well, you know, what happens is once it stations direct and it starts to build up speed again as it moves forward in Pisces, clarity will come. The fog is clearing, but that takes time. And I think that that's important to note here because sometimes we, when we recognize that the energy is shifting, we get really excited and we think that it's already just instantaneously, miraculously turned around and shifted. But with something like Neptune, it is a process. And so I think that December is this return of clarity. That's kind of what is opening up this space for us all with reflection too, I think, is that little by little, and especially post full moon a few days later, we sort of start to see everything again that we haven't really been seeing very clearly for many, many months. So a lot has been illuminated, especially with that full moon, which I'll jump into next. Um, The full moon will be in Gemini. And the thing that's making a lot of astrologers, I suppose we could say cringe (laughs) with this full moon is it's exactly conjunct Mars retrograde. Now, I'm not going to talk about that too much because myself and also, you know, another astrologer that you've spoken with (laughs) the past few months, we've talked about Mars retrograde a lot, but the full moon is smack bang on that 16 degree Mars retrograde. So a full moon amplifies a full moon illuminates. So when that's amplifying and illuminating a Mars retrograde, (laughs) we can see here how, you know, the need to maybe like kind of like take a chill pill (laughs) kind of comes in, especially if you have a lot of mutable planets. Like if you have things in your own chart that have been directly stirred up and affected by these energies, you're going to be feeling this tenfold. But I I wrote here on my notes, like under this full moon, like underlined, like take a chill pill. It's definitely a moon that's going to be, you know, coming with a lot of feelings, which doesn't feel very Gemini, right? Again, it's usually a more logical, um, you know, communication focused sign, but it's been in this square with Neptune, Neptune stationing direct. There's so much kind of mist that's starting to clear, but we're still very, enmeshed in it or we're sort of feeling a little bit dazed and confused after coming down from this Neptune retrograde the last few months and we're like oh I'm here in my life now like how did I get here you know and it's starting to build up that process and reflect and review and and reconnect with a deeper part of yourself that maybe has felt a little bit out of reach Um, I know that's definitely how it's been showing up for me and a lot of the clients I've been speaking with, particularly, particularly, sorry, this last week, because we've been talking about this Neptune Direct a lot. Um, Do you feel like that is something, Anna, that, you know, is resonant for you at the moment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that like, well, the Akashic forecast, that was certainly one of the things that 
that was very clear was that December was also going to be very emotional, you know, and that was like part yeah. of the importance of, of slowing down and also simplifying, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like the slowing down is so key because when we get emotional and we have all these things coming to the surface and we're just trying to power through, that's when we can really create some big issues for ourselves, you know, and really get into, um, places that, you know, we can damage relationships, we can damage things within our work. Like it's just because it's sticky and it's difficult for us. And a lot of us don't like to, to feel those, those types of emotions. And I mean, definitely the last week of November, you know, I, I was very emotional. I felt like I was going through a lot of grief, a lot of crying, a lot of things coming up for me that I was really surprised about, you know, things that I thought were taken care of and gone. And, you know, and I just think that December is really going to be bringing up more of that, you know, um, and the records, you know, they, they did share that there's this sweetness to December, which I think we should definitely <laughs> talk about with the, the, the goodness of oh, December, sure. um, you know, but also just kind of understanding that underneath that there's still a lot happening, but for you, where do you think that like the sweetness is starting to come in this month? Yeah, I think that's such a great point because there is sweetness. And I think that the sweetness comes once Neptune starts to get its mojo back a bit, right? When it's moving direct, it's moving direct in its sign of rulership. Um, I think that's definitely a key to it. But another thing that I I feel drawn to with that is um Jupiter. You know, on the top, yeah, is Jupiter exactly? You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> See, I love, I love it's Jupiter. Yeah, I was just gonna say, What's I love, love, planet? love Jupiter and Aries. Like, I love it. Yeah. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Well, me too. It's my it's my natal Jupiter sign. So it's my Jupiter mm. return. Like, I love Jupiter and mm. Aries because you know I think it just you know for me it's like if I didn't have that I I don't it's the only thing that kind of keeps me going sometimes when I look at so many other things in my chart, because it's kind of what always gives me these kind of passion projects and inspiration and drive to do that. Like it might take me a long time in like my manifesting generator scatteredness. Um, but it's what always kind of keeps me coming back and showing up to these things. And, you know, I've been loving Jupiter in Aries this year. Um, and I was a bit sad when it went back into Pisces because I Same. was like, oh, God, like it was just, it was a bit rough. Same. <laughs> and, of course, I mean, with you being Sagittarius, like it was probably squaring a lot of your planets. And, yeah, you know, I feel like Jupiter in Aries is definitely a breath of fresh air. And I feel that when any planet enters into Aries, because, of course, Aries is that beginning point of the zodiac, it does always come with that sort of connotation of new beginnings. And so whilst, you know, we have had a taste of Jupiter in Aries for most of this year, there is that sweetness returning with that, I think. And so, you know, for those of you with a little bit more astro knowledge, like wherever Jupiter, uh, sorry, Jupiter, wherever Aries is in your chart is probably a spot to look at in December of like, where is my mojo returning? Where is this kind of oomph coming back in? Especially if you are a more kind of like fiery type of person, you're going to feel like those, you know, flames are being stoked again, which is, you know, I'm very welcome for this. <laughs> and it's actually also happening 
on the same day as uh, the sun moves into Capricorn, which also then, of course, marks the solstice. So it's a really beautiful turn of the seasons kind of day. And which date is that? I think that um, it will be the 20th of December. Um, yeah, for most, again, Australia, it could be the 21st, but for most of us here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's the 20th. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that marks the the shift into Capricorn season um, and, you know, the incoming new moon in Capricorn, which will be a few days later. That's the 23rd of December. And this is kind of what I was touching on earlier when I said that this December looks a little different to the maybe almost the previous, like, four to five years, actually, now that I think about it, because so often Christmases have been having full moons on them or new moons too, but quite often full moons, almost right smack bang, like on Christmas day or on the 26th Mm. or the 24th. And those full moons were happening in Cancer. And so I feel like, especially those couple of years before the pandemic began, um, there was some really hard hitting, like, um, you know, full moons opposite Pluto um, on Christmas Day, bringing up a lot of heavy family stuff. And this is the first sort of, you know, holiday period that I'm seeing that there's a little bit of lightness here because the new moon in Capricorn is happening um, also at an earlier degree too, which is also quite welcome. It's not hovering around Pluto like it and that's has on the been 23rd? the last few years. On the 23rd, yeah. Yeah. So thankfully, you know, a day before the holidays really kind of kick in. And so, of course, it's such a busy time of the month. And I know that if we think about the 23rd, we don't tend to think of our day as like probably where we can make a lot of space for ourselves, right? Especially if we have families and, and children and everything like that. But I would really encourage you on that new moon, if you can just find a moment to, you know, to work with that moon in a way that calls you and that can look different for everybody right for some people it's journaling for some people it's meditation prayer um some type of ritual but being a new moon in capricorn we know that new moons are of course always about new beginnings but given you know the calendar system that we follow that you know january comes with this you know new year kind of energy even though we know that in the astrological seasonal cycles that's not until march um this new moon coming in just before christmas is such a great time to you know set some intentions for the coming year especially because mercury will station retrograde on the 29th so i feel like you know getting all of your sort of, what do we say? We say like getting your ducks in a row, right? You know, a little bit before Christmas, if you can. I know that can be hard in the midst of everything else going on. Um, But with that Mercury retrograde, um, which will be in Capricorn on the 29th, um, we really want to be honoring that slowness from that time. We want to be honoring that space of reflection, um, nourishment, replenishment and we want to be able to give ourselves that space as much as possible so the more you can kind of factor in you know what you were thinking about bringing in you know um from January onwards and I obviously don't want to go time traveling too much into 2023 I want to you know keep this focused on December but because we have a mercury retrograde kind of cusping us into 2023 January is going to have a bit of a strange vibe, right? Because, oh, a new year beginning 
you know, three or four days into a Mercury retrograde. It's not going to really have this sort of like, hooray, it's a new year kind of feeling, right? Most of us are going to be very introspective. We're not probably going to feel like going to a big party or socializing a lot. Um, And if that's how you're feeling, I really encourage you to honor that. And that may require some, you know, boundaries of saying like, no, I don't really feel like coming to that, right? And it can be such a hard time of year to assert those type of boundaries if you're feeling them. But, you know, it's a great time to kind of start to test that out a little bit if you can, because you will feel so um, much more aligned moving into the current year once Mercury um, will station direct a little bit later into January. But yeah, this December reflection period, I think, definitely crosses into January because of this Mercury retrograde. But, you know, I really, I like December. Like, I feel like even the conversation we're having today, Anna, you know, compared to November, which was just like, oh my God, there's so much. Like, it does even just feel softer, sweeter, more more at ease, even though, again, we're in the midst of, you know, five or so, six more days of a little bit of that chaos. Already, it's like we can see that horizon. And that's just like, you know, dream Sagittarius season energy, right? Which is like Sag always wants to look for that horizon. And I feel like that's really been presented to us this month. And I'm here for it. I'm so happy to see this energy coming in. Yeah, same, 100%. Um, I am... I'm excited for clarity. I'm excited for more forward motion. I'm, you know, even though we are starting the year off in a Mercury retrograde, I think that honestly, that that could be a really beautiful way to start the year in regards to being more reflective and more introspective in regards to what we're kind of stepping into. Cause I think that, um, again, going back to what I saw within the Akashic records, you know, there is, there is that space for us to not only, I think, do some great things through December, you know, like you said, um, to kind of take care of ourselves, uh, set things up, simplify is a big one from the Akashic records. Um, but then things kind of start slowing down towards the end. So it's kind of like, we kind of get that, that like, you know, school break that we used to get when we were kids, <laughs> right? Um, you know what I mean? A bit. <laughs> And I think that if we just kind of really do our best to take advantage of that time, then I think we'll really appreciate it, you know, and I know our nervous systems will, will really appreciate it because we, 2022 has been really difficult. There's been so much going on. I know that, um, you know, my clients are just, I mean, my gosh, just so many different things. I know you've seen the same And so for us to actually be getting a bit of a respite before things really start kicking up in 2023 again is such a blessing. Um, And I don't know about you, but like I've been grounded a couple of times through 2022 and I haven't been able to fully appreciate them. You know, I haven't been able to like let my mind be okay with really slowing down and taking advantage of those times. I've I've been scared. I've been maybe in lack mentality. I've been pushing myself, you know, to hurry up and go. And, um, and I feel like December really feels like that beautiful welcoming into, into that space in a different kind of way. It's like, it's like, there's time to, to, um, to stop and like hug on the people that you want to versus like, Hey, how are you doing? Okay, good. Gotta go. (laughs) 
right? You know what I Definitely. mean? Definitely. It just feels really warm and, and nourishing. And to me, it just feels like what this time of year should feel like. And I feel like it hasn't felt like this for quite some time, you know? And I think it's just really nice to 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 feel that reconnection, you know, and that reconnection will come through self-reflection. You know, we can't keep just doing like the high and buy kind of energy that so much of this year has been. Um, and, you know, we've all just kind of had to be on autopilot, right? Because we're all just doing the best that we can, right? If we could do better, we would. But for most of us, we're just, you know, getting up and getting through the day, like, that's a feat in of itself. And, you know, sometimes being in that autopilot mode is what keeps us safe and protected, especially like you mentioned around our nervous systems, right? But I think this month is really like a time that you can kind of have that sort of out breath and you can just like soften your muscles. You can let go a little bit. Like I even notice how often, like I'm always just sitting so tight. Like I never even sit back in the chair that I'm sitting in properly, you know, because I'm so tense. And I think that even energetically, this month really has this this softening and this easing of the path forward. And once Mercury stations direct in, in later January, all of the planets are going to be direct. So, you know, 2023, when it does sort of quote unquote start when Mercury is direct, you know, it will be on <laughs> and things will be flying by. And, you know, when all the planets are direct, everything is go, go, go. Everything's in motion. There's that beautiful alignment because we only usually have a pocket of about maybe six weeks a year, eight weeks at the most where everything is direct. And so that's a really good kind of goal to set yourself even here in November. I'm sorry, November, let's not go backwards to there. (laughs) In (laughs) December of, you know, what you actually want to um, bring in and it may not all sort of come together this month and and nor will it because we know how December works right like there's just so many people to see and places to be that we get very you know entangled with others and that can be a beautiful thing as well as a challenging thing depending you know of course on your family dynamics and all that but I really feel that yeah you know coming into 2023 before all those big outer planets move signs in March and April there is this sort of sweet spot too, I think, around sort of late January and February. And that can be something really um, important to set your sights towards with this sort of Sagittarius energy that we can take full use of at this time. It's really lovely. I like wrapping up the year like this. It's a much sort of calmer, nicer conversation, like I said, than than some of the more intense, like, because I feel like I always end up sitting with you for like the fixed sign seasons. <laughs> I think I was with you in Leo season and I was with you in, in Scorpio season. So it's nice to have a bit of a, a more mutable, um, flowing kind of astro chat today. It's really, I'm appreciating it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Katie, for being here today and, and sharing with us and I think, yeah, everything that you've shared, very helpful uh, for folks ahead. Um, so thank you again for, for being here and sharing your time with us. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, folks. Thanks so much again for being here today. Wishing you the best for December. Be sure to join the email list for podcast updates, other helpful resources, and we'll see you soon.